Welcome back to the True North Podcast. My name is James McKenzie. I've got Trey Dixon with me today. How are you, Trey? Doing well, James. How are you? Good, man. I'm really excited today because we have our first ever returning guest to the podcast, Mr. Defender. Yes, (laughs) Mr. Greg Gunn. I hope you guys, if you didn't get a chance, go back and check out our first podcast with Greg Gunn where he got to share some of his story, what he does. But Greg, welcome. Well, I'm so excited to be here. My gosh, this is... uh, I just I love I just I love True North. You guys, uh, the the impact that you're having on the earth, uh, on men's lives, and how that impact on them is really truly impacting the family. The heart, the heart, my heart is is for the family. Yeah. And um, man, I'm just so g- grateful for the calling that's on 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 your lives to to bring this message of men building developing their you know, getting their heart back, uh, mm-hmm. g- getting their strength back, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so I, I'm so excited about what we're going to, what we're going to talk about today. And i really feel like it's a, it's a message that, that, um, really needs to sweep the, the, the earth in, in this area of, um, walking in sexual wholeness and sexual purity. Uh, I just think it's, it's, um, man, I've been, been getting some yep. some downloads. Yep. Uh, well, we on, alluded to this, it so. a little bit at your last podcast. Right. Yeah. We talked about it, and we wanted to bring you back in to talk. Great. So this is that moment. We've been really excited Absolutely. to go through it good, as well. Good, good. So and this is something I'll just add real quick. Greg yeah. and I, we've been talking kind of off and on about this for several months. Right. Um, it, you know, being in men's ministry, you can't. The number one issue in men's ministry today, mm. and really I say men's ministry, men in general, yeah. is some sort of sexual issues, pornography, yes. affairs, yes, um, yes, you know, strip clubs, whatever right, it is. Right, there, there's right. not a shortage of things. Massage parlors. Massage parlors. Oh, man. Yeah. And I see just, it every day in counseling. And as we right. were just talking about this, this is something that God, um, and I love your take on it. I want to jump into it. Yeah. But the significance of when a man can control this. And so yeah, yeah. share with us a little bit. What God, what has God been showing yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. The, the, I think it it really is is a is a subject that if there's anything that has caused me to be to feel like I am so far away from walking in uh, in righteousness or or uh, the greatest besetting sin of my life, even I mean even as a little boy, and something that I've I'm, I've been praying over and asking God for and is that he would open up his book of wisdom to us wider than he has to any man in this generation yeah. to give us the the real significance of what why is sexual sexual purity so important why did, why is that that god has given us this this uh, uh, mandate to to live pure in this area when probably the greatest temptation of a man's life is a sexual temptation. I mean, yeah. and there's no other desire we've been given by God um, greater than our sexual dr- desire or sexual drive. Um, you know, m- maybe food is the only other <laughs> uh, breath. You know, we have to we have to sleep, you know, a certain number of hours in, in a 24-hour period. So we have... Things that are just absolute musts, you know, that that God created us as human beings to have, mm-hmm. and this sexual drive is either at the top or near the top, yeah. 
I guess after you've eaten, then that becomes the greatest <laughs> desire, okay, of a man's life <laughs> right after lunch. But anyway, um, and, and it's just blowing, it's blowing my mind now that I begin to study this. And boy, now that I've been studying it, it's like it is, the Bible is packed with, um, from Genesis to Revelation, it is amazing how much of, of the Bible and the stories of the Bible um, are 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 so wrapped up in in a, in our sexual desire, and um, you know, I, you know, I got to thinking about in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter six, mm-hmm. where the, um, the 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 sons of God, these spirit beings that God created, have a sexual drive. Mm-hmm. They have a sexual desire. They have a desire. These these spirit beings have a sexual desire for for the daughters of men now dude i don't know what sunday school class i missed when i was growing up but i'm telling you nobody that nobody, wasn't in your little bible that story didn't make it in there right, it didn't it didn't there was no cartoon version of what there is god is and i'm beginning to 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 believe that every being that god created he created with a sexual desire yeah Everyone, every spirit being, every physical, but I believe even to this day, angels have a sexual drive. Yes. Um, and that it has to be kept under control. Yeah. It, it, there, there's just no other, there's just no other reading of, of God's word than that every man, every story about sexual desire, take the three, the big three. I call them the big three sexual stories, okay? The one, uh, let's start with Samson. Yeah. What is the message of Samson's life? What is one of the big messages uh, was that he has this incredible strength, supernatural strength that was given to him, and what took him down? What is it that that, that uh caused Samson to give up his strength, this incredible physical power that he was able to, you know what, kill a thousand people with the jawbone of a donkey. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Could grab the gates of a city and jerk them off their hinges and, and carry them off. Um, you know, just unbelievable. And so what is the message of, of the Samson story? What, what, what would you say? What is that? What is part of yeah. the message God wants us to glean from I mean, that part story? Part of the message is choosing a woman, or really choosing anything over God, but specifically choosing a woman, Very good. choosing sexuality, whatever right. that is, right. but choosing that over God. Right. You know, it's it'll it, be your demise. Very good. In fact, uh, Proverbs thirty-one. The, the you know I thought the whole chapter was the Proverbs thirty-one woman, but mm-hmm. the first seven verses is. Uh, is the mother of King Lamuel giving him her greatest warning for a young man who's going to become king? And the number one, the number one caution she gave him was, Lamuel, do not give your strength to a woman, mm. and do not give your vigor to a a loose woman or the wrong the wrong woman yeah. with the wrong kind of sexual relationship wow. uh, the two things that will ruin a king is um, 
sexual desire that is not under control and alcohol. Uh, and then alcohol played a, a big role in, in Samson's life right. as well. You know, it was, he was to retain this strength if he kept the, the Nazarite vow not to cut his hair and do not drink wine or strong drink. And then keeping himself pure sexually was, yeah. and, and man, those, those are the things, what, what are the things that are taking men down in, in the world today yeah. if it's not? Um, a sexual desire that is that is under that is not under control, and and then, and then alcohol. Those are or any any kind of substance. You know the kind of the drug, yeah. the drug of the uh, of of biblical times was was primarily alcohol, right? Well, so and the key is yes, that was Samson. Yes, that was David. And I'm sure that's right. one of the big three you're going to get mm-hmm. to. But that's so many guys today. Oh. I mean, that is literally how many CEOs, how many are business you owners, kidding me? how many. Uh, Tiger Woods, you know, is very, probably very good. the pinnacle. Uh, oh yes, I mean, and then it, and then the Christian men that are that how have, many pastors? Yeah, these are some of the you know we, we look at the great the the great financial uh, uh, the, the the men who have have built gigantic financial fortunes, the multi billionaires like Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. um, who has an affair mm-hmm. and gets divorced and. It cost him a hundred and sixteen billion dollars. The most expensive divorce in history. Oh my gosh! Exactly, and you know, you, you think about what what that does for to his children. That his children, uh, who had a mom and dad who loved each other, who who were committed to each other sexually, and then for that affair to take place and bring them down. And then you know, Elon Musk. Uh, yeah. I don't know how many different relationships he's had and children out of wedlock. Uh, but these are multi-billionaires. Um, you know, the, 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 there are thousands of stories that are very, very current stories, but then there are maybe a million stories that, that are throughout, throughout the history of, of mankind. And yeah. it's unbelievable. You know, just as a business leader, uh, one of the books we were, we were all told to read uh, as a, uh, wanting to become successful were, was was uh, think and grow rich. Mm, yeah, you know the is it Napoleon Hill? I think was the author, and in it there's a chapter on what they call sexual transmutation. Now, of course, I I kind of read through that book. I don't really remember that much about that particular piece. And I've asked others who've read it, and they go, Yeah, yeah, there was something in there about sexual transmutation. But this is a secular author who's writing about how the titans of industry, um, the, the, the Dale Carnegie's, the, the Vanderbilt's, the, the Rockefeller's, so on, those men who had, a, had an ability to take that sexual drive and transmute that to, to creativity, to, to financial genius. And, and there's this whole chapter on sexual transmutation and the power of harnessing your sex drive for some other purpose. And I thought, dude, this, I just believe that there is, there is more to this thing of us walking in, in, in sexual purity and righteousness that has more to do with us, um, and, and our strength. I know, um, John Eldridge talks about, 
not giving up our strength and, mm-hmm. and giving our strength to a woman or asking a, a woman to give us strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and so the, 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 it's really powerful now that, that I really believe that just because of this podcast, I'm, I'm asking everyone that's going to listen to this to become a part of a group of men who let's, let's pull, let's pool all of our, all of our wisdom from God on coming up with getting a deeper, greater revelation from God mm-hmm. um, on this subject of sexual purity. And how how is walking in righteousness in this area going to impact our ability to extend the kingdom of God on this earth and to, to become financial? I believe our financial blessing, our spiritual blessing, our family relationship blessing, our our relationships with our spouses and our children, uh, with our with our community and our world is gonna have a a lot to do with us getting a deep revelation from God on this area of sexual purity. Mm-hmm. So I think there's just so much more to it than just God wanting us to keep this under control until we get to heaven. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. there's gotta be more to it. So what was one of your Topics going to be the David story. Yes, so absolutely. I, I yeah. would say that when we talked about this last time, right. I think a separate of the podcast, right. that has stuck with me. Kind of mm-hmm. what you said about his uh, the the ability of for you to control your sexual desires. Right. So can you yeah, dive yeah. into that a little bit? Sure, sure. In fact, so so the big three, the big mm-hmm. stories are uh, what what is it when 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 Moses, you know, and 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 the and the authors of of the of the Bible were writing these stories, it was to become a warning mm-hmm. for every generation of every person um, from from then until until Jesus returns. And so Samson being the first story, the second would be the story of David. You know, and I think the enemy tries to 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 sell us on the fact that if we could just get married, we're not going to have any more problems with sexual drive or, you know, my sexual desire will have finally been met. Mm. Oh my gosh. Mm. You know, what a myth. I mean, you, you ain't had sex. Why are we all laughing at that? <laughs> right? you, you ain't had sexual temptation until you've gotten married. My gosh. Um, and then how do we walk in righteousness in before we get married? Every man is going to be single for some period of time in his life. Right. And so, um, what is it that what what is it that God requires of us in that? And so those that's you know the story of Samson, and then the story of David. Now here's David. Get this again. I, I missed this in Sunday school class, but David had eight wives. Okay, eight wives and one hundred concubines. Now these are women who are the most beautiful women. They've all been to concubine training school, okay? They they are taught everything they could be taught on how to pleasure the king sexually. They have nothing to think about all day from the moment they get up in the morning, the morning they go to bed at night, to do nothing but how do we meet the desire of King David sexually. And for King David to then have all of that available to him and then look across the the. The, the, the buildings over into uh, Bathsheba, who has other full-time jobs, mm-hmm. okay? She's, she's not, uh, you know, her, her sole purpose for living wasn't to, to pleasure uh, the king. And then for him to have 
Look, dude, if anyone's sexual desire could have gotten met, it would be David's. And that much more for his son. What's 300 wives and 700 concubines? Look, these dudes were sexual (laughs) animals, okay? They They were, woo, talk about an addiction, man, you know? And yet, how in the world could he not have gotten that need met? It, it just told me that your sexual desire was never designed to get met. It was designed to be kept under control and control by the Holy Spirit, the, the, the fruit of, that, of the Spirit. And it seems like almost every men's group I've ever been involved in, it's all been about this sexual thing is our job is to do nothing but just kind of manage, manage our yeah. sin. It's yeah. Every men's group I've been a part of has been, uh, if if we got real honest with each other, it was all a, just a big sin management plan. There was really yeah. no cure, no real help. Just keep it together. You know, there was some movie done some years ago. This guy's name was Kit. K-I-T, keep it together, okay? <laughs> that's, that's all you're supposed to do, spend your whole life trying to keep it together, you know? Don't fall into horrible sin, you know? And guys, guys, I have spent my whole Christian life binge purge, walk with God, walk in righteousness, and then I fall. I look at something I'm not supposed to look at, and on and on. And I, I really believe there are some very important reasons why we're supposed to walk this life of, of, of being righteous sexually. And, and, and um, I think some of the keys to that is being in a men's group, mm-hmm. having a group of men that, that a place that is so safe that you can share the worst thing about yourself and be loved more in the telling of it than if you didn't tell it. Guys, that is, I don't think there's any other way we can truly walk in righteousness in this area. You know, um, self-sufficiency in the kingdom of this world is a virtue, um, but in the kingdom of God, it is a sin. And so, the, 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 but I was never able to be completely honest with anyone ever in my life until I got involved in a men's group where we were, we were able, it was, it was a place so safe, I was able to share the worst thing about myself and be loved more in the telling of it than if I didn't tell it. And I think, you know, Trey, you, you you play a vital role. True North plays a vital role in providing that place that is so safe that we can share those things and, and be loved more in the telling than if we didn't. And uh, I think that's why every man has got to have at least some portion of his time has got to be involved in a counseling relationship with a Christian counselor that can be that safe place. Um, and, and so the second thing is the thing that I believe is a key because this thing is, this sexual thing is mental, it's emotional, it's spiritual, it's, it's, it's got so many components to it. It's brain chemistry. It's, yeah. oh my gosh, it is neural pathways. Neuro pathways. It, it, there is, you know, and, and the key, I think one of the keys is we as men, and, and I want to get back to David's story because it's so powerful, but uh, we, we as men, we, we, we have to have guardrails that we set up in our life that keep us from going over the guardrail mm-hmm. and then over the cliff. The guardrail is simply to make sure you don't go over the cliff. Mm-hmm. And you want your guardrail to be at least 100 feet yep. from 
the edge of the cliff, all right? You don't want your guardrail right on the cliff mm -hmm. because if you go over it, and, and we will, we'll go over the guardrail, okay? Yeah. We want to make sure we're at least 100 feet away from there. So for me, that guardrail is I cannot look at anything that I wouldn't want my wife or my children to watch me watch. If I if 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 I am about to look at something, whether I'm driving down the road or I'm on my phone or I'm fixing to go to Netflix and click on a movie, I cannot watch anything that I wouldn't want my wife and my children to watch me watch. Good. Now that is a guardrail that I have to keep, and I've gone over it. Okay, and I'm. I'm and when I go over the guardrail, I'm going, oh, crud. Okay. Now, second thing is I have to call my accountability partner mm. and tell them within 24 hours that I went over the rail. Okay. Mm. Thank God it's not on the edge of the cliff. All right. So yeah. I want to be far enough away from the cliff. That's that the power of us having those guardrails. And I'm telling you, it has kept me from going over the edge yeah. uh, so many times knowing that I, uh, dude, I'm not going to have to call my accountability partner again. I am sick of calling him. Uh, but if I go over the cliff, I have to tell my wife. Okay. So I'm just not going, I'm not going there. I'm telling you that has saved me. That has stopped me more, uh, from a practical standpoint. Uh, but uh, you know, one of the things that, of the story of David that really hit me was, um, the story of Uriah. The, the Uriah story is so powerful to me. Okay, now think about this. Uriah, of course, David has sex with, with Bathsheba. Um, Bathsheba gets pregnant. David has to cover that up. So he calls uh, and writes out a, a, a letter to Jonadab or jo Joab, the, the, um, one of his 30, 30 mighty men. Um, and, and so was Uriah. Uriah was one of the 30 uh, of David's mighty men. And these guys were superhuman. They there were guys that were that that were in David's army who killed three hundred soldiers in one day with a spear. Now, guys, these weren't these weren't children that were they were fighting. Okay, these were the the mightiest warriors that the these other countries could could muster. Right. And these and, and a guy kills three hundred. Mm. It says in 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 first Chronicles chapter eleven and twelve. It tells the story of David's mighty men, and um, in 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 chapter twelve it says that they were skilled with shield and spear. The men of Gad, the Gadites, um, were as swift as gazelles in the mountains. They were skilled with shield and spear. So I, I think of the the movie three hundred and mm -hmm. how skilled yeah. uh, those Spartans were with a shield and a spear. Mm -hmm. I. Uh, they had faces as faces of lions, and the the lesser of these of these leaders were equal to and over a hundred, and a, and the greater were equal to and over a thousand. Now, dude, if you as a warrior are equal to and over a thousand men, that you you are ferocious. All right, well that's Uriah. So Uriah is said to come home. David has got to get him to go home and sleep with his wife so that he can cover up his sin. And and he invites Uriah into the, you know, give us a, give me a report on how, what's what's happening uh, at, at the front. 
and uh, says, okay, now, thank you for that report. Now, look, you need to go ahead and head home, you know, spend some quality time with your wife. And Uriah won't go home. You know, and I've always thought, I've asked, okay, so what, what would you tell a guy? What would you, what would you normally tell somebody, Trey, when someone says, okay, so why wouldn't Dave, why wouldn't Uriah go home and sleep with his wife? Just Man, from, I, I don't know because I don't know that I would have turned down that opportunity. <laughs> well, no kidding. He wasn't asking Uriah to do something wrong. Yeah, what he was I doing mean, was a good thing. He was asking him to do the most righteous thing you can do, right? Go yep. sleep with your wife. But I really believe the reason he wouldn't do it is because it would have taken some of the strength. There was this supernatural strength that men get by putting a control on their sexual drive, mm. this sexual transmutation, this, uh, this, uh, man, I didn't even know that existed. I didn't even know there was a such thing. Could there be a place where we can tap into a strength, a supernatural strength that we've never even heard of before? I believe there are, Uriah not only wouldn't go and sleep with his wife, David has to get him drunk and in a drunken state, when you're when all your inhibitions are at their lowest possible point, Uriah will not go in and sleep with his wife. I believe because it would have zapped that strength that he had to be able to fight the enemies of God. And I I've, I can just tell you if if you're listening to this today, and you just say, Greg, there's no hope for me. There's no hope. I've tried. I've done everything. Yeah, I've done what you've done. I've heard what you've heard. I've read what you read. And there, there's just, I'm just going to try to just limp my way through. And, and maybe when I get to heaven, I'm not going to have any more problems in this area. Okay, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if that's you, I can promise you there is hope for you. Yeah. There is a, a, a freedom that right now you may not think is even possible. But God has a plan to set you free and for you to help others get set free. Amen. Um, and it's only in you helping others that you're really going to get the help yes. you need. You know what I, I, I began to I began to really see that I that I, I wanted to get to a level of, of sexual purity and sexual freedom that I had never known before because I was so afraid of what other people were going to think. I couldn't possibly tell anybody of the sexual uh, problems and the unwanted sexual behavior that I had uh, that had just become so, somewhat known to me. You know, I knew pornography was wrong, so pornography quit being the big temptation because I, I just knew I couldn't keep going down that path. But uh, but a, a sexual pleasure, seeking out the the endorphin that is created with any kind of, of unwanted sexual behavior mm -hmm. is a chemical reaction that, that, that is, is what we chase. It's, it's the same dopamine that comes when you, when you do cocaine, yeah. when you do meth, when you do, there are some high, you know, um, in, in, in a sexual climax, there is an endorphin that yeah. goes off that is so powerful and it's what really ties us uh, to our spouse, to your, you know, the reason um, that that having one sexual partner is one of the most satisfying blessings that that we as as men can attain, and families 
men and women can attain is this having sexual relationships with with your spouse it just ties you together that yeah. dopamine and the yeah. and the mental and, and emotional yeah. drive that 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 it really is powerful cuz why why did god give design us this way yeah what why it's because it's it's a glimpse into eden right like mm-hmm. the, those moments whenever it is happening the way that it was designed to happen right those moments are glimpses into eden right. with your spouse as one i mean how many times in scripture do are are words that are describing our relationship with God, the same exact intimate words that he uses to describe our relationship with our wives. Yes, yes. Like, it's incredible how many times he brings that up. Oh, man, I'm telling you, there is no relationship, there is no intimacy that is as deep as the intimacy that you have with your spouse in the moments of of lovemaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you, man, there is not a relationship yeah. on planet earth right. that comes within a thousand miles right. of that level of intimacy. Mm-hmm. And there is just nothing like it. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, there's a, there's a YouTube guy that's been real popular on YouTube for, for, for quite some time. His name is Andrew Tate. Uh, he's a guy that's the, a kickboxer and world world renowned kickboxer, um, also, uh, you know, he's just this macho man guy, <laughs> 33 different cars, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a Bugatti, uh, you know, and he's, he's always commenting on the relationship between men and women. And w- one of the things he said was that if a woman, if women, all women made it, made a decision that I will not have sex with a man unless I am married to him every guy okay yep. would get married yep. okay they just would yep. you would you would sacrifice whatever sacrifice yeah. necessary uh, so that you could achieve this yeah. level of intimacy that you have with your wife and that's something that we need to be sharing with our sons mm-hmm. and with the young men that that we have influence yeah. over is that look your greatest joy is going to come when you Get when you break free from the from pornography, when you break free from all all unwanted sexual mm-hmm. drive, and I, I even believe that um, that that us have us gaining control over our sexual drive really does increase your creativity. Yeah. It increases your brilliance. Yep. I mean, we are brilliant. Our brains are are magnificent, right? Mm-hmm. We get we get some tiny portion of our brain power uh, do, do we actually use in, yeah. in, a, in a given day. But I believe there are levels that none of us yeah. have ever really done. We didn't even know yeah. you could attain these levels of creativity and, 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 yeah. and brilliance and genius and so on. How, how would that tie into what I'm almost hearing is the similarities between controlling your sexual desires and the fruits that come from that and the fruits of fasting right. when you fast whenever you sacrifice yes, something yes. to be intimate with god amen and, and the, the the fruits that come from that are so um you know 
sometimes you can't predict what it's right. going to be. Mm. Um, so true. And so yes, yes. Controlling fact, your sexual urges is almost like a fast, right? It's, yes, it's it is. Sacrificing it is. something that you want currently right. for God's glory. And it has to be for God's glory. It can't be for anything else. So true. So true. In fact, it, but it, it works spiritually. It works um, financially. Mm-hmm. I think it, it works in all these areas. And yeah. um, what level could we attain right. if we had, if we had control over yeah. our sexual drive? You yeah. know, the strongest man in the world, Samson was taken down by not having that, that sec, you know, that, sex drive under control. David, um, the greatest warrior poet of all mm-hmm. time, uh, was taken down, a man after God's own heart, yeah. you know, and then Solomon, the wisest man in the world. I mean, and his wisdom, you know, it, it, it left him. This wisdom left him wow. in, in the later years of his life um, when, when, when he had given his heart uh, to, to worshiping idols because... Um, of, of, of his wives that, that turned his heart away from God. And he, he told, he told man, they will, if you don't keep this area under control, you know, the whole story of Sodom and Gomorrah and, and the, the, um, the, the, the sexual drive to, to, um, that, that unchecked, un, un, unguarded, uh, can, can drive men to a place of of homosexuality and 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 this is just there's this drive there and think think about it I mean think about the 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 people that that um, that are that are homosexual and and they're they're gay and their creativity levels are mm-hmm. off the charts yep. I mean yep. I mean some of the most incredible business people and and artists mm-hmm. and the creativeness that is that is embodied in them um, and and this if they had if they could control this area of their sexual drive there's right. so many christian men that are right now dealing with homosexual temptation yeah. and they can't figure out why in the world do i have this as, you know as, as a kid as i was growing up why do i have this sexual desire I mean, I'm, I'm eight years old, 10 years old, and I've got these thoughts going through my head. How, where is this coming from? You know, why is this, why are we such under an attack? Yeah. You know, I think it's too, John, that, that almost every man I have ever talked to, they were, they were injured mm-hmm. sexually some, somewhere between the age of, of eight and 15 in between eight and fifteen is when they saw pornography for the, for the first time. Yeah. They were they were molested. They were uh, some unwanted sexual behavior was 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 um, was perpetrated upon them. Yeah, I mean, think about it. What when what at what age was it that you got your first injury when it came to some kind of an unwanted sexual behavior or act or whatever? It was probably around fourth or fifth grade. Okay. What I would say. And it was just pornography, you know, pornography. pornography okay. Yeah. yeah. I, it was the same for me. And it was at a drug, it was at a drug store in a little town of 10,000 people. Yeah. And, um, and, and the, I'm 10 years old and there's this magazine there and it wasn't even yeah. a horrible, I mean, 
it wasn't horrible pornography. Yeah. It was it was the most oh, mild I, of all so mild. I, I used to work for both Coca Cola and Pepsi. Spent okay. some time doing both, and I would stock stuff uh, at the grocery stores. Right, and I remember like having to fill those coolers up by the cash <laughs> registers. Oh my gosh, the magazines at on a daily level basis. of a ten year old. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, how many men I've heard these that, that 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 same story? I found my father or my grandfather or my my next door neighbor buddy of men his dad's stash, you yeah. know, and on and on. Yeah. I mean, don't, oh my gosh! Now think about it. It's it's like it's like a, a, a gazelle mm-hmm. that is thirty seconds old. You know, when you watch those yep. those uh, nature movies, right? Yeah. And you're this this pride of lions are yep. now going after this yep. gazelle. It's I mean, I'm screaming at the TV, pick on somebody your own yeah. size. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. But think about this. Satan is attacking us as men and women. Uh, and I'm telling you, women are under the attack yeah. right now like it's never been before. Mm-hmm. And I think about that. Why Why hasn't someone told me this? My parents never talked to me about mm-hmm. the attack that was going to come in my life. I didn't have any idea. I was completely blindsided. Yeah just like you, yep. right? Yep. Why, why isn't this subject of sexual purity being talked about in our homes mm-hmm. as Christian families? We know yep. our sons and daughters are going are gonna to be dealing with it. Yep. Then we need to be talking about it yep. right now. When, 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 we do, when we do share uh, stories of our sexual past, it is very important that we don't share details of that past mm-hmm. uh, because that can actually... Uh, trigger us and and it, it can create uh, it, it becomes detrimental to us to try to talk about or cover mm-hmm. the detail we can talk about facts and the facts of our past mm-hmm. okay like we were attacked with pornography mm-hmm. that's a fact we don't have to go into the detail of yeah. that or um you know someone says well you know i had an affair and i you know, okay, that's a fact. They had an affair. Do I have to go into the actual detail of that? No, no. That that is it is important that we share facts and we confess facts and mm-hmm. not and not go into yeah. go, go into that detail. So uh, we don't violate somebody's mind or mi- violate their their own their own conscience. Yeah. But um, the key is you having a men's group, and that's why yep. True North is so is so important. Yep. And men being plugged in after a True North event, having a band of brothers yep. that they can be connected to, um, and 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 then be able to bring this this information yep. into our families and teach yep. this information, because they're not covering it in our churches. Right. Our churches. Because of there being a mixed mm-hmm. crowd, they can't go into the kind of detail that we need to go into yeah. helping men break free from unwa- unwanted sexual behavior. Yeah. And I think one thing that I want to kind of bring to this is my, my prayer is that you have not heard that there's a whole bunch of things that you're supposed to just stop doing now. Right. The desire that God has given us in this department yes. is so good. Amen. Amen. And That's a when, good when we're talking about controlling this, this is not about you lo- putting all this down on lockdown. That's good. It's about learning to offer your strength mm-hmm. the way God intended it to be offered. So true. And that's with your wife. Um, that's with your future wife. That's right. That's, um, 
this isn't another message where it's like, oh, now I can't do all these things. <laughs> the the things you're going to gain from mastering yes. this skill, this muscle, are so hard to explain and supernatural. I agree. I agree. Um, and none of it is going to come from your own strength. Amen. Amen. It is Amen. all going to come from God. You just have to open yourself up to him right? and it, to this part of your life. Invite him into it. Uh, that's the only way this is going right. to this is going to move right. forward. You're not going to be able to just stop things under your own power. Right. You have to invite him into the mess, uh, into your brokenness, Amen. into your nakedness. That's good. Like this is almost a literal <laughs> nakedness, right? right? Like, right. It is. like it you, is. you're it's coming so before true. God and you're in, you're giving him permission to speak into one of the most intimate parts of your life. Amen. And Amen. I promise you Amen. guys, he will show up. Ooh. I don't know what that will look like. Right. But I promise you, he is pursuing you in this right. area. And so Greg, right. but you, yeah, you, yeah. you have got to reach out. You have got to know that true North and the true North leadership yep. team is the place you can find yeah. that safety, that yeah. place that is so safe mm-hmm. that uh, you can share the worst thing about yourself and mm-hmm. be loved more in the yes. telling of it than if you didn't tell it. Absolutely. And, and that, that you can break free from a lifelong addiction mm-hmm. to uh, unwanted sexual behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there is a freedom that you can't even fathom right now. You can't, you just can't because I spent 45 years caught up in a, a, in some form of addiction that, that was uh, un- unbelievable. I, I just, I, I I just knew I couldn't, I, I, I don't know how many times I've thought this, but it's like your immune system can never, ever say, I am so tired of fighting. Yeah. I'm just going to quit. Yep. No, we're going to spend our whole yep. lives. Yep. Um, our immune system has to fight mm-hmm. every day and it has to be strengthened. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's stronger than, it, and, and, uh, mm-hmm. than at times than it is at other times. But this is not about white knuckling it. This is no. not about just, you know, trying to hold on. No, there is a freedom mm-hmm. that is so free yeah. that, um, that, that, but you, you have to go into this with a band of brothers. You have sons and daughters that are, that are in such need yeah. of someone to sit down with them and say, look, I know what you're going through. Yeah. That's the way I started it with my son, uh, Jacob. I, I said, Jacob, I know you're gonna, you're struggling with this. I just knew it. I I could I knew he was struggling. Okay, and when I sat down with him and didn't ask him to share anything with me, I shared with him. I said, Jacob, let me just tell you what I struggled and where where my struggles started when I was growing up, and and I had no one to talk to. I had no one to share this with, and I just want you to know that that I'm here and I'm going to be your prayer support. I'm going to be the guy wow. that prays for you, prays over you. There's never going to be a time. There's nothing, there's nothing you could, there's nothing you haven't said or done or thought that I haven't said, done or thought. Okay. So I just want you to know I'm covering you, man. I'm covering you. You know, he was silent. He didn't say anything, you know, <clears throat> but later he came back and said, dad, Thank you so much. You have no idea how much I needed you to have that conversation wow. with me and to pray with me yeah. and to know that I had a safe place. I had a dad who knew what he 
what so I was great. dealing with. Yeah. Um, and I, and I told him, I told him how I struggled. I told him how that's to this day, I'm 62 years old. I'm, I am still having to hold myself accountable yeah. and build these guardrails up so that I don't go over the edge because uh, I want to be a man who walks in absolute yeah. spiritual purity. I mean, think about it. Jesus said, greater works will you do than I have done. Mm-hmm. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. I, I, man, that's if a that's... a hard one to... That's, hard that's, one that's to hard, yeah. But you know what? I really believe it has a lot to do with us walking in purity in that area. That's so You good. know, um, we are one with Christ. Yeah. Okay? One means one. One means the same. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, wait a second. I, my performance doesn't seem to be living even close mm-hmm. to this. I have the mind of Christ. Wait, well, wait a second. Right. I've got the mind of Christ. Yes, those are all true. And I may not be living that out right now. I'm not, I don't, I don't seem to be doing miracles greater than Jesus mm-hmm. did. All right. But that is the truth. Yeah. And, and it, I have to live in that by faith. Yep. And the way I can get there is by me walking mm-hmm. in purity in this sexual mm-hmm. purity area. Yep. I'm beginning to see, I'm beginning to believe. Yeah. I'm, be, you know, it's like the matrix, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Yep. Well, once the real, once the real Greg Gunn stands up, <laughs> very good. that's, that's the Greg Gunn that yes. is one with Christ. That's him. That's right. And he's been standing up. Wow. For, yes. For Amen. Many Amen. Years now. Yes. Yes. So, Greg, would you, yes. man, just end this with the incredible prayer? Yeah. I'm, Amen. We're Amen. thankful for to have you. Great. Um, and Great. I know we're going to have you on so many times. Great. Good. Good. Well, yeah. I, I tell you, I just want to say this to to those of you who are listening to this, and you're you're beginning to think there might be a chance that that you could be free, that you could live. I just I'm just here to tell you that. Your freedom is closer to you yes. than you can possibly know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want you to contact us. I yep. want you to call us here at True North. Yep. And we we want to help you begin to break free and to, and to attain this place. Look, you've been living at a level that is so below what you're, what you're due. This abundant life that you have been promised that life is waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, honestly believe that you. this is the year. 2023 is the year you're going to have a breakthrough. And this unwanted sexual behavior, this nemesis that has, that has plagued you for as long as you can remember, those days are now numbered and you're going to be free. And I, I'm, I want to just pray for you specifically Lord, I just lift up right now these mighty men and women of valor, these that you have called um, to, to represent you and your kingdom on this earth. Your kingdom has come. Your kingdom is here. And Lord, we're asking that you would usher, we want to usher in your kingdom in this area of sexual purity. We want to break free and now begin to operate at a level of genius, a level of of, of, of we want to we want to see a sexual transmutation take place. There is someone listening to me right now that your breakthrough financially is being held back mm-hmm. in this area. Your your God wants to take you to a level of financial success, 
of spiritual success, of emotional, your strength. You're going to quit giving away your strength to this to this sexual, unwanted sexual behavior. It is killing you, and you know it. Mm-hmm. And you're you are going to be set free. You're going to set thousands of men and women free because of your freedom. Your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, you're going to lay the foundations for many godly generations in this. You have inherited from your ancestors sexual brokenness, Mm -hmm. illegitimacy, sexual lack of sexual strength. And God is, is wanting to now, today, you are going to be set free. So I say it, in the name of Jesus, I break the curse that has been passed to each and every one of these that are listening to this today. I come against it and I break your power. I pray now that your soul, your mind, your will, emotions are going to be completely renewed and restored and transformed. This particular demonic spirit doesn't come, isn't broken without prayer and fasting. So I'm going to call you to a physical fast to where you drink water only and then you fast food and break the power of this curse that has been upon you, your family, your parents, your father, your grandfather, as far back as you as you as you can trace your your ancestry. There this area of sexual brokenness, this unwanted sexual behavior that is that has been a, a plague in your life and family. It is, going, it is going to be broken. Your marriage is going to be restored. You've got a marriage that's on the rocks right now. You've got a spouse that is so far away from you, but you're going to, set, you're going to begin to break free, and this is the year that it's going to happen. Yeah. So, Lord, I come now and ask that you would send that freedom. I ask that you would send out the mighty warrior angels to go and do battle on behalf of these that are listening to this today. And that, Father, you would give them the courage to make that call and to, and to set up a time to meet with, with us here. I would love to talk to you. I would love to share with you um, and, and help you walk through this freedom to be set free and to begin to lead others to freedom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.